You're listening to The Casey and Sean Show, Business After Hours Podcast, an in the raw podcast for the hungry and driven entrepreneur. And now, without further ado, Casey Anderson and Sean Campbell. Just know, though, I'm not going to just do, like, personal brand, but personal brand can affect your business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. That's good. Okay. So you're going to do the intro? No, you are. I always have to do it? You always have to do it. Oh, my God. This is almost the intro in itself. I'm like, like, who's doing the intro? Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's Sean and Casey again with Business After Hours. We are officially on our first episode. Um, Super stoked about that. And it's going to be all about how to be your best brand. And we'll kind of dive in a little bit to what that means, um, whether it's your company brand or your personal brand and how those kind of work together. Mm -hmm. Hi, Sean. Hey, Casey. We have whiskey again, too, by the way. It seems to be the thing. You know the goal should be within five episodes that we have a brand of whiskey sponsoring the show. I like that. Right? Right? I mean. There we go. Mm -hmm. I do have some connections in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. just saying. So, one of the things before we get started that I realized (laughs) is that you actually, we have shrimp cocktail, too. But I actually realized you got to take the shrimp out of the freezer before you pack it in your picnic basket. So it's hot outside. Little, Casey, not that hot. little tip of the day. It's still frozen. By the time we're through this episode, we might be able to eat one. Anyway, <laughs> so be your best brand. That's what we're talking about today, Sean. Sean, what's your brand? You know, I, I love this question. And before I answer your question, I used to do a monthly webinar pre-COVID. And every time that I would talk about social media or Facebook or whatever, I'd always start about the overall fundamentals of marketing, right? And I ask everybody in tenants, what's your brand? And the dumbfoundedness on everybody's face is like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, there's no right or wrong answer. Just tell me what you're Well, there is a right or wrong answer. I know, but no, I wanted to be just nice. Just saying, guys. I wanted to be just nice. Just saying, sorry. There, but I wanted Not to get sorry. people's true idea of what a brand is, right? For me, what how I define brand is what people would say about me once I leave the room. You know, that that's kind of how I define my personal brand. You're close. Yeah. You're so, there. It's okay. an element. So I'm about like 40% there. You're about 40, like 40%. 40, oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Please get your drinks, get your yeah, snacks. Your drinks, your drinks. We just jumped right in. I was so excited about the shrimp cocktail that was frozen and yeah. the whiskey again. But... um. You know, it's it's crazy because you would think that that would be a simple question, and it's really not. Most people have no idea what their personal brand or their company brand really is. Mm-hmm. Now, they might say, oh, I have this logo, or oh, this is what I do, or this is a piece of my business. But really, brand is can be a super simple, simple thing. It really comes down to you as a person and what you want either your mission of your company to be or your long-term goals to be. Um, But there's a lot of things that can fall into a brand and a lot of things, especially in today's day and age, that uh, people don't realize can affect their brand in either a good way or a bad way. Right. So when you think of brand for yourself or anybody, are you kind of recommending that you reverse engineer and say, that's what my brand should be and kind of go backwards and whenever you're in a position to make a decision or to do a 
a, a design or a redesign of something? You know, are you thinking about what you want to present to your potential audience and kind of make your decisions off that? I honestly feel like it's feedback from your your clients and your consumers Mm -hmm. uh, and from society in itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you that listened to our trailer last week or whenever it played, I don't don't know. Yeah, I think it's still playing. I think people have put it on repeat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, that that would be a continuous uh, tip. But um, one of the things that Sean said is that Casey has a degree in badass. Now, Badass can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing. And since Don't. then, she's got a tattoo on her arm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Don't really want people to be afraid of doing business with me, but I also want people to be comfortable knowing that I'm going to take their business by their horns and help them through right. it and we're in it together. Right. And I'm not right. afraid to take on challenges or obstacles or things like that. Yeah. So that's really kind of what we're going to talk about today is the different elements that can affect a brand, and maybe by the end of this episode, you'll kind of have an idea, or at least it will get you to start thinking about what is my brand. Right. right. So, for those of you that uh, don't know, a lot of things can affect your brand. Sean, do you know what those things are? I would say, like, maybe your. It's page of- two of this live oh, 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 oh. <laughs> So, for. I, I, I've, I've been a part of other people's podcasts and done my own podcast, but this is the first time I was emailed a freaking deck ahead of time. Like, keep it together, Sean. Like, we know he's going to stray it'll, from it, guys. It was a low key. We're going to try not to talk about my toilets on this episode. It was a low key, like, be prepared or I'm dumping your ass and find another co host. Yeah. So, yes, page two. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this, your personality behavior, your, your appearance, right? I actually had a client a couple months ago because you'll, you'll see us on Instagram, right? You'll see that I'm very kind of casual. I'm kind of in a t-shirt with, you know, I wear dicky shorts and stuff like that. And the client was one of my biggest clients at the time, spending a lot of money with me. And he was like, I like your look. Your look just fits you. You're approachable. You're easy to work with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you were wearing a shirt and a tie, this and that, I would not have been as open with you. So that was a, I, I've been holding my breath for months, wondering if that was acceptable. Now, obviously, it's in my office, in my environment, my den, but I would not approach him in his environment dressed like that. Are you sure? Because you've been on meetings with me and you dress like that all the time. <laughs> so, more whiskey. Don't take more any fashion advice from Sean. But yes, no, no I agree with you. Not You're at super all. like open shtick. and it's approachable. And, and it is. It's your shtick. However, I mean, don't get it too twisted because at the end of the day, it would look a little bit different. You work in a social media environment right. where you're not constantly in front of people. Right. Now, if someone is going in to pitch or to um, acquire right. or merge companies with some, maybe a company that might be a little more sophisticated and yeah. conservative, yeah. you might not want to show up in Dickies. Just, I, I mean, I right. like it. I like right. your look. I think it's cool. And, and we're, for those that don't know, we are in Tucson, Arizona. We are in Tucson. In, in casual town, USA, right? I'm not wearing Dickies. So, I don't think I've ever seen you. Well, I've seen you in jeans. I wear jeans. It's Tucson. Right, right. The Wild West. But if we are going in somewhere where there were a $10, 20000000 million company, of course, I'd be in a suit, right? I, I would 
But was that necessarily my So if you're a $10 million company, I challenge you to call Sean and I so we can have a consultation with you because I am dying to see Sean. I would actually suit. shave. I haven't shaved shave. like completely in like four months. It's the new look. November is next month. It's a new look, right? Is it? So it's, it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I don't think it's because people need my services. I think it's my look. It's my brand. People are just calling for no reason. Obviously. I agree with you. <laughs> I, it could be a thing. It could be a thing. The shaving isn't always a big deal. Like facial hair in and out, right? It could go either way. But I think the way you dress, your personality, your behavior can speak a lot about you. But you need to be consistent. And just because you change your outfits doesn't mean that you're not being consistent. So you can here's the big thing. Here's the big thing. I went to... Cause like this paper right here, I have to put it like close to me to read it. Right? We're really not even following along on the deck. It's no, no. We just we go in whichever way, and we're, we're so excited we're, we're, once people can actually call in, um, because then you know oh, who knows where this can take us. Go, right? right? How much fun! So I picked out a pair of glasses today because I need glasses now. It's a big. It's a crisis in my life, right? Mm-hmm. So what did I do? Like I, sunglasses or eyeglasses? Eyeglasses, Casey. <laughs> you are. If you wear eyeglasses, uh, it makes you look very smart. It makes you look very smart. So I picked out a pair of retro Ray-Bans. I didn't look at the price because I said, this is my look. This is how I want to look. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be honest. Don't tell anybody this, but who knows? But, well, you I know, hate to tell you. The, the girl is like asking all those questions, whatever, whatever. It's a discipline. So, okay, I need to put the glasses on you. Right? And just the volume of her voice is only so her and I could hear. She goes, oh, yeah, you look pretty good. I love it. And I was like, yes. yes. Goes with the Dickies. Goes with, well, Ray-Bans, yeah. Dickies. Yeah, the baseball. Is That's going to be a whole nother episode. What to wear, when to wear, right? That, yeah. that could be a fun yeah. one. Yeah, so that one I'm just going to listen to you. We might have to do video on that one. Yes, yeah. And we could actually, like, change costumes and stuff. Wouldn't that be fun? A makeover of Sean. Right. A makeover of Sean. Yeah. We love your Sean is approachable. It's great. Okay. So you gotta figure out. I mean, that's really honestly, it's not this is what you gotta wear, this is you know, how you gotta look. Mm-hmm. But you gotta be consistent with it because right. all of that right. really does kind of affect your brand. Yeah. But there's other things. It's not just how you look. I mean, you yeah. could have a new hairdo and not be great at what you do and could really affect affect your brand. Um what I like behavior. It's true. It's totally 100% my idea. Casey didn't email me. <laughs> <laughs> it is on page two, so. Uh, on, Sean's on, still on, on page two. I moved on down there. You put a number of things on there, and I'm sure yeah. we'll get to it, but I think behavior is one of the most important things about a person's brand. It's very true. It's very true. Because at the end of the day, your behavior is going to set the expectation of your business relationship. Right. Whether it's a relationship with your employees a relationship with your vendors, a relationship with your clients, your behavior ultimately is going to be reflective upon how that relationship is going to go. Right. If you are unreliable or let's just say you're not, let's say you're super cool, you know, you you are great at what you do, but every time your certain vendor or your certain client sees you out, you're wasted. Right? right? How is that going to affect your business or your brand right. overall? Right. Negatively. Even though we are, we're not getting wasted. Everybody's drinking responsibly during our podcast. There, there are a few people in town that I may know that I refer, and we don't even have to like mention their name. I can say, "Oh, the day drinkers," and the, there's like two or three people like right off the top of your head. I mean, what's wrong with day drinking? 
No, it's like <laughs> 10 o'clock. There's, there's, you know, screwdrivers. By the time they hit, you know, the networking option, they're already plastered, right? So would That's you ever, too much. Would you ever do business with them? No, why would I want to no. do business with them? No. But you're My right. alcohol tab would be through the roof, first you're, off. But you're right, you know, eating the right environment, have a few cocktails, but absolutely, yeah, it works. Because people are going to think that you and I are like lushies because all we do is talk about drinking and Jack and we're really not. We're very responsible. Yeah. I don't drink any responsible. And it's almost nine in the morning now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sun just rose. <laughs> Too sun time. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, behavior is a huge thing. It really sets the expectation and... Um, and amongst all the other things, it's elements that help people decide on their own. You don't necessarily really get to de- define what your brand is. It's really the people looking at you that are going to de- ultimately define your your brand for you and yeah. say, um, you know, these are the things you can expect. Yes, Sean wears diggies, but he's a hell of a social media guy, and he's responsible, and he has brought back ROI for my company, you know, exponentially. So right. those are all things eventually at the right. end of the day that right. will all affect your brand. Yeah. So there's some other things too. There's some other things. So I don't know about the rest of you business owners, people out there, but if you live in a city like Tucson, God bless Tucson, because there are more charities in Tucson, her cap. There's more charities than horses. There's more charities than cattle. Which charitable organizations are so near and dear to my heart, but there are a lot, a lot of them. Yeah. And you can't go out to eat or get a drink or even go grocery shopping with, without being asked to, to join a board. So, um, that, that can affect time, your brand. That one time I was in Circle K at three in the morning, I was not asked. That one time. Oh, no. That's because your behavior, Sean. <laughs> Who knows what you were buying at Circle K at 3 in the morning, but well, your behavior definitely affected your brand at that point. Especially the video of it, your surveillance video of it. So, yeah. So, there are different things that can affect your brand. And being involved in a charitable organization can really affect your brand. For the most part, in a good way, but there are some that can affect your brand in a bad way. And I'll, t- I'll give you some examples. How many boards do you want to? Like at this very moment? Right. Six. Yeah, see, that affects your brand. That affects my brand because it makes me, it takes away time for me building my company. Yeah. And it takes <clears throat> away some time. But, you know, I'm such a softie. Damn it. But the say you bond to six boards. I mean, I, I say positive. I agree with you. Yeah. So, it's really affects my brand. No, don't be sorry. sorry. I'm sorry for me. Not sorry. No. I mean, the no. organizations no. are great, and they all bleed <clears throat> at my heartstrings. Right. And right. I want to save the world, like I think a lot of people in our world does right now. And so, but yeah, it can. It, right. I think it affects me both positively and negatively. Right. Um, it has earn some trust in the community. But that's the other problem. When you perform really well on the board, it's like they send out an email to every other charitable organization and be like, call her. The curse of competency. It's so true. You know, it's like people know that you are unbelievable what you do. Hey, I want to tell my friend the same thing, right? So 
you'll probably be on another board or two, you know, within the next six months. Six months. It's like not even 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that, you know, we're kind of getting a little bit off subject, but when you kind of draw the line and say, you know what, I, I'm spreading myself too thin. I mean, there does. There absolutely has to come a point when you say no. And I mean, trust me, six is better than where I was a year ago. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say better because they're all great, amazing causes. Um, but there comes a point where you really have to, I think everybody in business should give in some way, absolutely. whether it's time or money or empathy or materials mm-hmm. or even on the job training and right. coaching. I feel like right. we're kind of giving right now. Like well, this well, is yeah, us giving absolutely. and um, I mean, as long as you're passionate about what you do, I think that's where you have to kind of draw the line. Right, right. And the reason why I'm doing this, I mean, it's because from day one, I wish I had somebody tell me what to do. Because I had absolutely zero. Well, you have me now, Sean. I have you. I had the best business consultant <laughs> from San Francisco to New York, right? There There's that one business consultant in Paris I hear. She's pretty good, too. But other than that, you're it. I don't know her. <laughs> but I wish I had that person that kind of guide me through the way. I always said if I was just in, in this position, that I would do stuff like this, you know. So this is kind of my way of giving back. I, I love it. Yeah. See, yeah. Sean's now my charitable yeah. contribution. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the Casey Anderson board. You know, apparently, Woo! that's it. He doesn't even know what he's in for when I start putting his name out on that email blast. But things like that can affect your brand. I mean, same thing with doing things like this. Right. If you know your industry or your business really well, you should write about it. Publish it. Share your ideas. I'm not saying I would give away trade secrets. Nobody wants to do that. That would be silly. But definitely share it with other people because it really can ultimately mm-hmm. affect your brand. Absolutely. If you are able to speak, and we really we really don't have like notes, notes. It, we really are looking at it. We're just brilliant. Well, that's that's here. Um, just to keep Sean on track, otherwise, God knows where this conversation could we go. We would back. be talking baseball right now. We'd be talking baseball. Oh Lord, <laughs> Sean would be talking baseball. All I know is about the Minnesota Twins. That's it. I apologize to all you other sports fans out there for any other team, but that's you know, go Twins. You know, I saw the Twins play a couple times in the Metro. I think that at the Metrodome. Yeah, great place. Yeah. Great brand. Great, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I you was. like how I circle him back around <clears throat> to the conversation? Yeah. So some other things that can affect it is even the people you associate yourself with. And I think Sean and I have both had this personal experience that sometimes in business you want to, at least me, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I want to believe the best in everybody. And I want to help. And I might even cut my rate just to help because I believe in people. But we all know that there's those people out there that talk a lot of talk and don't have a lot of walk. Mm-hmm. And um, having to go through those experiences as you meet and grow and expand your business, you learn that maybe surrounding yourself by those people weren't the best thing. Right. And it can ultimately affect your brand, whether you're even in business together or not. Right, right. And that, that I think, in the first 18 to 24 months and well, with me, when when I do, you know, an initial presentation to a, a prospect, right? They always ask, okay, I know you do social. What about website? What about SEO? So there's that need for me to find that. Do we need to do a client. shot before we do this okay. the segment? Right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> for the record, I'm taking my shot. And <laughs> 
You told me you're a morning drinker. <laughs> so <laughs> this is business after hours, guys. It's after hours, hours because it's five o'clock <laughs> in Spain right now. So yeah, that strategic partnership and and being associated with the wrong people really, really, really hurt my brand. I really had to kind of backtrack and really distance myself very, very far away from some people. You know, so that that's a huge, huge mistake I made early on because, like you said. You, you kind of accept that this person is um, trustworthy, that they're being honest, that they're good at what they do, and that they'd be a good partner, or they'd be a good, you know, um, a, sort, a resource for you. But when they're not, and you find out the hard way, it, yeah, it hurts you. It hurts you. And I think that's what Sean and I are really good at for both <laughs> of our, our businesses, and we do a lot of collaborations together, but... I think at the end of the day, it's important. Everybody's all worried about contracts. Like, I don't know what the deal is about contracts, and that can be a whole nother chat at a different time. But my firm belief is that you shouldn't have a contract. You should have an agreement. And it should be on a month-to-month or even a need-by-need basis, um, especially if you're in businesses like ours. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things I think we do agree upon is that I think you have to want to do business with people and they have got to want to do business with you. And if you don't have that agreement between yourselves, then who wants to do business with someone that they're stuck in a contract right, with? Right. And, and that was something I did from day one and people laughed at me. But I told them, it's like, look, I'm on a month-to-month agreement because I'm telling that client that I'm holding myself accountable. You know, I don't have a startup fee. I don't have this. I don't have that. And a lot of people kind of criticize that. But in from my perspective, I'm putting myself in my client's shoes. Maybe this is the first time they've ever met me. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have no idea about Facebook. Maybe they have no idea about whatever. So they're just kind of taking my word. So I'm telling them, like, you and I are month to month. If for whatever reason, this is like word for word for what I say. For whatever reason, we're not, you know, we're not clicking. We'll go out, have a beer, and we'll be friends regardless, right? So once, you know, I, I've, you know, next month will be my five years, and I've had clients from day one. So that says something. Month to That's month. That's amazing. Month. Yeah, yeah. Month to month. Yeah. I like the month to month because I can run <clears throat> away at any time after that 30 days. I mean, there are so many companies out I there that... fired my... First you know, client. and it's okay to fire your clients, but if you're in the 30-day agreement, and I know some of the business people out there aren't going to be under the same circumstance. I mean, you can't be in a restaurant business for 30 right. days, right. but you can set up <clears throat> rules for your establishment, whether it's with employees or with, yeah. you know, yeah. patrons on on how you want that business operation to look. But I, I do it because, you know what? It's a two-way street. Right. You've right. got to work with me, and I've got to work with you. And if we're not kind of meshing, then why why continue, you know, right. moving forward? So I think that that's... It was absolutely liberating firing my first client last weekend. It is liberating. It was a weight off my shoulders. And it can be. It was a weight off my shoulders. And obviously, I'm not going to say who it is, but I am showing Casey who it is right now. <laughs> the dude writ- has written 20 plus books. <laughs> don't read those books. Don't, don't Check us out books. after the podcast and then the extended will let you yes, know. Who yes, yes. If you want to know who it is and whose books not to read because he's a hypocrite, <laughs> like a lot of people then, out there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, 
uh, leave a message or email us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. I, mean, I showed you who it is. He's but this is only me, our first episode. We don't want any defamation the, cases. The, the dirtiest jokes I've ever heard in my life. I wish I could tell. We can tell them on the podcast. I'll tell you them later. Yes. They're hilarious. Later. Yeah. Right. So, how do you get your brand <laughs> out there? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn things over to Sean because this is Sean's real forte here. Um, there are vehicles that can contribute and affect your brand, kind of like the ones we were talking about, but things that you do in business every day. And I think right, right now everybody is like, oh, social, digital, which yes, it's, right. it's the way to really kind of have a piece of your marketing and your promotions go. But there's some things on all this social that we all like to be on all the time that can affect your brand and or contribute to it at the end of the day. So... Conversely, I'm not going to talk about what you would post on your business pages on Facebook that could affect your brand, but I want to emphasize what you could, pers- you could post on your personal pages that could really affect your brand. There was a local company recently, well, a couple years ago, about three or four years ago. <clears throat> there was a restaurant. Can they hear me crunch my green pepper? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having my snacks. I'm listening. There was a I'm restaurant that, that posted... And I'm not being political, but they posted very extreme on one side or the other. They're out in business in two days. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So what you post on your personal side is just as important, if not more important, than you do on your business page, right? you got to stay away from politics. As a business owner, you know, yes, I'm not saying you can't have a political opinion, Right. We have, doesn't everybody have one? We do. We do. And that's phenomenal. Uh-huh. But if you're going to be so extreme and say that you dislike or hate one side or the other. You're going to lose that side as customers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Right? you got to stay away from religion. I'm not saying you can't have faith. God bless I'm Jesus. Not, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I wish I could say something. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the most religious person in the world, but... I'll pray for Sean when we and get you off. you got to stay away from posting that time you were on, you know, the stripper's pole. I agree know. with you a thousand percent. Like, <clears throat> yeah. what you were doing yeah. at 3 a.m. in the Circle K, like... Right, right. I needed... Probably the, shouldn't be online. I needed wipes for the pole, because there's a lot of us <laughs> that were on the pole. So I was getting kind of like, you know... Was, That's an episode for the next minute. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't put that on your personal page. You can't tweet about it. You can't put it on Instagram. You can't do it. Because you may as well just kiss goodbye. Who's going to want to say, yeah, I'm doing business with that person, right? Mm-hmm. As a business owner, this is one of your responsibilities. And I'm not saying you can't have those opinions. But think about the, the, the distance that you're putting yourself between you and your audience, your current clients or potential clients. You may as well just kiss them goodbye. Well, I mean, I think it goes for employees, too. Here's, you know, oh, it, it's point. not just business owners. I think it could yeah. go to employees, too. Yeah. Let's say you had some controversial job when you were 18 or 19, and it might have been a public position. It might have been an appointed position. It might have been, who knows? You know, it could be some job that you had. At some point, I'm sure it's out there, and Google is a big one. Google is a big one that a lot of people don't really think about. So I encourage everybody, I know you all have your phones right now, if you're, you're probably half listening to us at this point, but that's okay, because we're still drinking. Um, <laughs> but if you all have your phones, one of the best things to do is just take out Google and Google your name. Google your name. It is crazy what you will find. 
Casey, true story. I, I was going through your deck. What did I do? You Googled I, me? I Googled, no. You Googled I, I, yeah. I already know enough I need to know about Casey Anderson. You can Google me. I know enough I need to know about Casey Anderson. You guys will find, it's a good story. It's a phenomenal story. It's not the Casey Anderson that's 74 years old and has died. I think you wrote no, a book no, or no, rode no. a horse or did no. something. But your story's great. You know, you're going to cry, you're going to laugh and all that. That's good stuff, right? I Googled myself for the first time ever. After I went through your deck. You didn't I know how to do to that, God. and you're in social media. I swear to God, I rank higher than this. There's a Sean Campbell after that I rank higher than. That's impressive. I'm almost a badass like you. You I'm are. Yeah, 40%. 40%. I would say about 22, 23% right <laughs> now. But do it. I mean, you probably are all on your phones right now. And just do it because you can really find some fascinating things about you that you didn't know were out there. Good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> And all those things can affect your business right. at the end of the day and right. your brand. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you Googled yourself. I did. Sean learned something from my deck. I learned a lot of things like that. Look at that. That I was totally wrong about personal brand and all this. But all that. I mean, I, and you can't just think, so many people these, these days think Insta, Facebook, Google, yep. but there's other things out there that, that, I don't know how many of you, I mean, this is going to like age our podcast a little bit, but like the four square and the mm, yeah. uh, MySpace yeah, and the yeah. God love it, those things. Remember how excited you were to post things like, oh, I don't even want to know where half of my posts are these days. I like this next page. What's the next page? How do you know what your brand is? How do you know what your brand is? I tried to Google what's Sean Campbell's brand. And nothing came up. Well, because, <laughs> right, right. Because you know why? You need testimonials. Right. If you had some testimonials on social or online, then it's going to tell you what the perception of your brand is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Always get testimonials. Even if you're not publishing your testimonials, you should at least ask your clients or your customers or your employees, like, how do you think we're doing? What are areas we could do better? Are they unfrozen yet, my shrimp? No, they're still stuck. They're, they're still frozen. Can you I grab swear, that one? They are fresh. So we could, they're, no, they're out. They're, they're frozen. I'm taking these two. I get a tail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that there's some things that you can do. And figuring out what your brand is, or you might already know what it is, and you just need to work it, tweak it, whatever, a little bit. I would like to see someone <laughs> twerk their brand. <laughs> So, on YouTube, Casey's going to show you no. how she twerks her brand. Twerk my brand. Not me, on TikTok. On TikTok. TikTok is another one. Oh, my gosh. I know you think it's cool to do the garage challenge, but oh I'm telling you, have to admit, I did try it with my son. It was super fun. I could drink the whole beer. But... But, but never put it on TikTok. No. Those, those are memories, family memories we were making. Yeah. I did not allow my underage child to drink beer. He drank a Coke. How much of your life is really on your personal Facebook page? Like your true... My real true life? Yeah. My real true life, honestly, if I had to give it a percent, I would say maybe 19%. Yeah. Isn't that a random percent? But that's just... I'm really on... on Facebook and my company is now thanks to Sean doing really good. Um, but I'm on there to keep up with my family from across the world that I don't get to see my family and friends and they can see me and I I give little snippets of what my real life really looks like. 
my real life, I, I would say negative three. I only post like all the happy. You never post anything. Fluffy stuff. And he's in his social media. It's crazy. Well, see, because honestly, you know, I'm, you know, between now and going home, I'm going to stop by you know, here. I'm going to schmooze and a few cocktails. But I'm not going to put that, you know, on my personal page. Now, am I having cocktails with clients or potential clients? Hell yeah, I am. Because I don't waste a freaking minute on my time. But I'm not going to put that on there. I don't want people to... To get the misconception that I'm not freaking dead serious about my business, because if I put a picture of myself having a beer with somebody, they may get the wrong idea. So I put all the happy-go-lucky, the fluffy dogs, you know, me shaking hand, kissing babies crap on Facebook. That's your badass status just went down just a little bit, just a little bit through the roof right now. I do like Fiona the hippo. Giving a shout out to the Cincinnati Zoo. That that page just. Really calms me. It calms me. She like, look it up. Is that look it up. Yes, it's adorable. Wow. And then you find yeah. out. Look at look at her brand. Right, she looks super soft and cuddly and fun and calm. A hippopotamus is one of the most destructive Absolutely. creatures in the universe. No. But the brand is. I can't tell you how many followers this hippo has, including me. So here's some Fiona homework for everybody. Post nothing but good, happy, fluffy stuff on your personal Facebook page for the next seven days. You know, whether it's, I like that. Whether it's true or not, <laughs> you know, honestly. <laughs> Don't listen to Sean. He's like, make shit up. I was at the eye doctor today, so I said, hey, I get to wear glasses. And, and everybody's, oh, you're so cute. You're so this, you're so that. And I'm like freaking pissed off about it. He didn't make that up. It's true. It is true, right? So, but I'm going to, am I going to post about... You know, how pissed off I was about the Cowboys game. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. Am I going to post about what I think one way or the other? I'm not saying, you know, my political or religious. No, no. But if I, you know, come across a, a little waddling duck and I rescued it, you know, from being run over. Now that street, I could get into. You're going to see a picture of me, like, kissing the duck and all that stuff. And then I'm going to throw it over my shoulder. But... <laughs> right. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. There's yeah. enough <clears throat> negativity in our world right now. I That's a good point. Good. The more yeah. positive is right. the better, right? Right. right? right. Whether it's personal or whatever. We're not saying don't have a mind and don't think your own things. And right. Don't share your teenager crashing the car with your family in another state. Like, still do all those things because I think that makes you real and, and approachable and right. whatever. Yeah. But right. yeah, post positive. Yeah. All right. Let's learn how to so find out the brand. So you're seven positive things in the next seven days. I am. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I'm going to put little heart emojis on them. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I can't wait. That could affect my wait. brand. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, on top of uh, posting those things, I'm gonna. You're giving out homework. I'm gonna give out homework too. Ooh. I think that everybody should, in their own time, oh, write or talk. There's three. Uh, there's there's seven total. Okay, the rest are yours. I mean, they're still frozen. <laughs> but list <laughs> at least five positive things that describe your strength, and it could be um, either in the position you work, or in the company you own, or even for your company. But just list five things. And I don't know about most people in the world, but that actually can be pretty difficult. It's like saying great things about yourself. And a lot of times that's the hardest thing for right. people or companies to do. So 
pick five things that you, there's not a pass or fail. Um, I put five down uh, just to start thinking about, you know, how I wanted to run my company and what I want to focus on. And I am a leader. Now, whether I have any followers or not, who knows? But in my mind, I'm a leader. And so my behavior follows that. You're following me? <laughs> Hopefully we can get a whole bunch of followers. And <laughs> and, uh, and then, I, then I can say, and now I have all these followers. Um, I'm a hard worker. I'm ambitious. I'm a team player. So really you can use whatever it is. But doing this exercise is absolutely going to help you in the long run. And I promise we're going to tell you how before this episode is you over. You skipped one. And I think that to me... From, uh, from I like how you, Sean's going line by line. Yeah. I am a good one. communicator. Yes, <laughs> and to me, you are a leader, you are a hard worker, but I think you are a very good communicator. Thanks, Sean. Absolutely. Very good communicator. Because if something is. Thank up goodness. In, I, am, I am in the marketing if, and PR business. I hope yeah, if so. something's up in the air with one of our shared clients, you are on it right away. I don't okay. mess around. You don't mess around. No. <laughs> A lot of people mess around too much. A lot of people sit on, and I find this when negative things happen. A lot of people will sit on it and hope that it like resolves itself or goes away. But definitely, I take the bull by the horns. Yeah, I don't mess around. So how do you do that? How, how do you attack conflict? Attack? I, like I don't like the word attack. That's aggressive. How do you coddle and? How do I? How do I catch the fly? shine conflict. <laughs> <laughs> shine. Um, you know, I don't think you always have to look at it as conflict, and I think that's how I'm able to do it so easily. As I look at it as a opportunity and I think that that's a big difference is yeah the you know website might have shut down and gotten a virus or you know the employee didn't deliver the products that were supposed to be delivered or the accountant messed up your bookkeeping um but I think all of those things if you can back yourself out of it and say okay this is an opportunity and opportunity to say okay how and why did this happen and what what types of things do I need to do as a business owner to change that I got her first food <laughs> so, lots of inside jokes in our podcast I promise the more oh. you get to know us the more you will um, figure out what those I are I think I tickled a little bit on that <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call or leave us an email. We'll be sure to fill you in. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. My stomach's going to be like, did you just stay up last night? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I hope everybody got through that segment. I promise you, oh, I've man. only had one glass of Jack. We get a little mouthy on this show, but that's okay. Well, Casey Anders, never mouthy. <laughs> I am super mouthy. Okay, that's right, that's right, that's right. I grew up with a truck driver, so I'm actually filtering a lot right now. Can you drive a truck? I can drive a truck. 18-wheeler? 18-wheeler. Wow. 
Wow. Maybe you and I should start off with this. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy could put that on Facebook. <laughs> nice knowing you. Sean and I are going to We're doing 18 start wheeler. an 18-wheeler over the road, taking the podcast down the road in an 18-wheeler. Oh, that'd wheeler. be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Screw an RV. The 18-wheelers are actually really nice these days. You can sleep, you can eat, yeah, you can cook. Yeah. I had an uncle. Who did that for like forever? Well, and then he, you know. And then his wife got jealous, and she wanted to go along with him. It's a big problem in lifestyles of well, eighteen-wheeler drivers. Truck drive to get away from his wife. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, my stepfather, God bless my mother's soul, but yes, he was an eighteen-wheeler driver. So we could put my like, entire life. We could put me on the driver's side, like you know, <laughs> doing this thing, right? But then you on the other side going like this when we pass people they see you when people pass I us like they it. see me when you we pass people, that's it we're moving the studio into the back of an 18 wheeler taking it on the road oh yeah one day you never know Hell you yeah. never know never say never what are we gonna pull around with us <laughs> our jack and our snacks our snacks and jack <laughs> We got a maid. So if you want to book a time with us and our 18 wheeler. You didn't even try a cheese curd. A cheese curd? <coughs> oh, that's what that is? I thought those oh, were. Oh, man. I'm, I'm really not choking. I'm okay. <clears throat> oh, wow. They're from Wisconsin. They don't squeak because they, I had to put them in the refrigerator. So but. the more you drink, the more the Wisconsin acts come So I'm not from Wisconsin, Sean. I'm from Minnesota. But yes. Not just when I drink, but when I get really passionate about something, mm-hmm. the Minnesota accent definitely comes more out. That's a good cheese curd. That is good cheese curd. Anyway, so I hope by now, yeah, everybody have has listed at least five strengths. And then now I want you to list five weaknesses, and I promise we won't divert as long as we did on the strengths. Um, but it could be these things. And um, it could be, you know, I have hired the wrong people or um, I'm not sure where to take my business next or are they, are they bad? They shouldn't be bad. They were frozen. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't eat frozen shrimp on my podcast. Mm. Whatever it is that it is, you know, write those down so you can have... Both of those lists side by side, and we'll give you guys a minute to do that because I need another drink. Mm-hmm. And Sean is. And I got a frozen shrimp in my mouth. <laughs> and Sean is sucking on his popsicle shrimp. <laughs> that could have gone real bad out there. Sean is sucking on his. Popsicle shrimp? Pops- popsicle shrimp. I'm a good communicator, remember? Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Embrace his confidence. <laughs> we're really not going to edit a lot of this. No, we're not. Oh my god! I hope you guys are laughing and having as much fun as we are because this is fun. No, my god. That was a Coke. Coke. Coca-Cola. The shrimp is really good. The shrimp is good. <laughs> Once it defrosts in your mouth. Here, I dare you to do that for a while, <laughs> no. and I'll talk for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Are we on the five weaknesses? <clears throat> well, they're writing about it right now. So so they should have two lists. The way I've always, you know, thought about you know, when you're talking about your strengths and weaknesses, no one is going to sell yourself better than yourself. 
but you know, kind of how you kind of alluded to it, we have a hard time in kind of talking about our strengths, right? So, how do you get over that? I will bet you anything. People write their weaknesses down three times as much or three times Absolutely. as quick as your strengths. So, yeah, are these your weaknesses? <laughs> well, they're not. These are examples. Because, this isn't the deck because, about Casey Anderson and Because the sheet is empty. There's nothing on the sheet. I'm telling you, no. I'm good at doing weaknesses because I think if you really sit back, and I think that's the most important thing, and it goes back, I mean, this conversation just keeps circling back around, but it goes back to the business owner that can't get off their high horse. And a lot of times you're going to have a business owner or a person that thinks that they are have zero weaknesses. And I swear Mm -hmm. to God, at the end of the day, um, they probably have so many that they kind of put that up and doing business with people like that can be really challenging, really challenging, but there are ways to get people to talk about their weaknesses. I think there's ways to get people to talk about a lot of things. Hmm. It's like money. Nobody ever wants to talk about money. Well, money is what makes the world go round and it what it's what keeps us all in business. Right. And so at the end of the day, I think you have to have those conversations about money. And I would say almost 96% of people in, in the world could put that down as a weakness that they're uncomfortable talking about money. So, I've had, so I did one. There I've you got go. a big nugget for our audience right here. It's a question for you, Casey Anderson. How much is mindset a part of your brand? That's a good question. I wasn't. This isn't on the deck, so I'm going to have to like ad-lib yeah. this. Um, I think that mindset can be a part of your brand, but I also think that mindset needs to be flexible and open mm-hmm. for change. Right. Because everything you've, that we've spoken about, and I'm just thinking about it right now, it's a lot about mindset. You know, because you, you hit the nail on the head right now about a business owner putting their his or her ego aside and really taking a good look at herself or himself and saying, you know what, I'm representing this and that's not who I want to be. I want to be this. So what changes do I need to be? And the biggest thing right now is admitting your weaknesses, I think. I agree, admitting your weaknesses. But even if you can't, and it's okay. That's why there's people like me in the world. Um, But we're going to have to have that conversation. It's important. I cannot help you change or grow or move or transform in the ways that you might think I can. Without you being able to work with me and be open and honest about what the strengths and weaknesses are. And um, so at the end of the day, if you struggle in that area and you say there's nothing wrong, well, if there's nothing wrong, then you would be uh, extremely wealthy, successful business and you would not be spending the last hour on the podcast listening to Sean Sean and I. talk really honestly so there's something there and it might not be everything we said you know we say resonates but there might be something there that and you don't need to know right now you don't need to know the magic answer right now that's kind of why we're here Mm -hmm. um but if you'd like to explore that more you can give us a call happy to talk about it trust me i'm not shy um but i'm also not brutal so i won't attack you but it's a we're in this together, right? We're in it together. Absolutely. 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 You're not brutal? I mean, I can't. Oh, with your regular clients, <laughs> not with me. 
I'm an outlier. <laughs> I've always wanted to be the outlier. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is fun. Five important questions. So when you're talking about somebody's brand, you know, what, what's the biggest question that you can ask that maybe kind of would hone down to see either their biggest opportunity or weakness in their brand? So I'm going to go back again, and I know the first question says, how do you see yourself? And I think that's important. What do you see in the mirror? But I think almost, if not more important, is how your customers and your clients, your employees, your right. vendors, right. Um, even your peers, mm -hmm. you, you know, see you. Um, it's a good thing you and I live in a very immense town where no one talks to one another. You know, we hardly know anybody. You know, there's no one in our same circles at all. Well, that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. So Casey and I are in a very, very, like, we're the, <laughs> the, the largest, smallest, or the smallest, biggest town. I, I promise you that you and I probably know about 20, 30 people that we didn't know that we knew. Like in the same circle? Yeah. Absolutely. 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 So when you talk about, you know, having that conversation or knowing somebody and, and just kind of our brand at this town is it it's everything it is everything because if you screwed somebody over i promise you i mean it gets across like wildfire wildfire it's it's yeah yeah, yeah. try not to screw people over yeah and sometimes it can be hard but you don't again i don't think you have to do it like it's a firestorm. I think you can do it with class and respect and doesn't mean you ever have to do business or associate yourself with that person ever again. But um, the last thing you want to do, especially in towns like that, and you know what, honestly, I've been in, across yeah. the country quite a bit. No, not to Europe. Um, but not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, the 18-wheeler, though, I don't know how that's going to work. So we get to ship it across here. <laughs> you and I could do a couple of shows while we're on the ship. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. We're going big time. Our first episode. Well, you do a lot of fishing. Oh, I do love to fish. That, again, another episode. Another, another episode. episode. We're never going to get through this. Um, <laughs> but I agree. I, but I think it's anywhere. I honestly know people completely on different sides of the United States that actually know each other that also know oh, wow. me. Wow. So, I, I mean, I think it goes it goes along the long, the, what is it, the old saying of don't burn your bridges, just distance yourself from a burning bridge. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? I like that. I just made that up. Is that a saying? That was amazing. <laughs> I'm having a shirt made tomorrow. <laughs> You know, the thing is, is that you, you can buy our shirts online. <laughs> one, one we got merch. We got merch. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, if hypothetically you're in kind of a dispute with somebody else, right? If that dispute were to be kind of well known, people are going to know because of your brand. I who's, who's right and who's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean,. I don't know if you can be in business for yourself and not inevitably have a conflict in one shape or another, whether it's your fault or not. And, you know, hopefully it's not your fault. 
but maybe you just were a little bit too close with one particular individual or another business, whatever. And, and people know that it, it wasn't it wasn't you. This person's had a, a, a pattern of this kind of behavior, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And that was my biggest, going to get back to my biggest thing, I was aligning myself with just, with just, just morons. And <laughs> then there's that. And then there's that. <laughs> Did I tell you about the book not to read? Yeah. Again, email us. We'll be email sure us. to get those yeah. titles out yeah. to you. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going to have conflict. You're not going to get along with everybody in the sandbox. It's a thing. Right. People are going to hate the fact that Sean and I are doing this podcast. Do you think so? Uh, I mean, I think some people might hate it because it's a new idea. I mean, not a, I mean, obviously a podcast isn't a new but idea. But that's the, that's the reason why it makes this podcast a phenomenal idea. Because people are going to hate it. I mean, I, I feel we don't want you to hate us. You can no. like us. You can like us. I don't know where to go to do that, but no, no, no. you can call the one eight hundred national number. Are going to hate it. You're going to hate it. And I think that that's okay. Competition is good. It's good to have yeah. different approaches to things. And you're being very diplomatic. I am. I'm yeah. being super diplomatic yeah. right now. Yeah. But I mean, to me, knowing that. Some of our competition will hate this, means that it's the right thing to do. I agree with you. Because they know deep down inside you and I are very giving. We want to share our knowledge and help make not just our clients better, but people that want to listen to us better. Yep. And they don't. You know? That was almost a mic drop. There you go. Oh, that was a, <laughs> that was a pen. That was a pen. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a mic. <laughs> you might have to redo this on video so Sean can mic drop. <laughs> I should stand up on the desk next time I do that. You should. I should. It will sound louder. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I can want, just record. I really it. don't want to drop one of these mics. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest that. They were kind of expensive. They do look kind of fancy. They were cool, huh? It's kind of like the old DJ days. Well, yeah, yeah. I was not a DJ, but. No. So, well, well, what was your, what was your, I mean, was it DJ Casey, blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you wear a Kango? Did you wear No Kango. Well, actually, that's not true. I did have a fur Kango that I wore one night in Miami. I'm not going to. So many fun things. Google Casey oh, Anderson. You can learn all about it. DJ Casey in Miami. I'm going to Google that right now. <laughs> Let's hope they don't have anything up. Uh, whenever you allow anybody to put anything on you about you online, make sure they have to give you a kickback anytime anybody searches it. Little little tidbit. Little tidbit. Yeah. So now we're to the five important questions, right? By this yeah. point, I mean, geez, everybody's going to need therapy at this point. <laughs> but... You should have your two lists, or at least an idea. And you know what? It doesn't need to be five. Five is just a nice, simple way to start. But you should do this all the time because Mm -hmm. your business is constantly changing. You're constantly changing. Your goals are constantly changing. So figure out, you know, how you want to see yourself, how you others, how you want others to see yourself. Um, Take a look at yourself. Take a step back and look at yourself online and on social media. Find out what people can learn about you and find out what people can use against you because I swear to God, your competitors are going to do those things. We're going to skip this slide and I'm, you know, 
It's all about... Did you want to open that third bottle of Jack right now? (laughs) I mean, mean, people are like... I was like, we're going to limit these to 20 minutes. (laughs) God knows how we went. So this this can be a whole other topic, subject, and Sean and I are not therapists or psychologists, but I think it's a good slide, and at some point we have to come back to it because at the end of the day, it's how to play to your strengths and I think that is so important just in human world and in business world. So I promise you we'll come back to it at some point. At this point, based on your list, on your list, on list, your list, list. Are you picking up people to have a list right now? I'm not. I really, I'm, I sit on that charitable board. What do you think of that? I mean, probably. <laughs> I just get the online calendar event and attend the board meetings. Um, I think I'm going to get tomatoes <laughs> on my window after people hear this. <laughs> so we're not giving out my address. Um, but really identify what people are looking for and what you're looking for. I mean, really do a self-evaluation of yourself, and that's going to help you figure out the brand. Um there's a lot more to this deck, but it is hot in here. Um, we do. Did we say we were in Tucson, Arizona? Um, but I think the whole looking at yourself and then what to do with it can be like a follow-up episode, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's say you do have some things out there or there are there is bad PR about your yeah. brand. How can you eliminate what is put up? Have online. you ever had a, uh, a potential new client that's the first thing out of the mouth? There's some bad stuff on the end of Google and you need to get rid of it? Yes. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's a huge conversation. Yeah. Cause that, and I haven't really found out that it's Google. I mean, Google, yes, but Yelp, once you get Ooh, a bad, you, yeah. I mean, we're yeah. going to have to get out the boxing gloves, which is why you want a badass on your right. side because right. that can be tricky. That can be tricky even getting someone to answer your phone or your help ticket or anything. And, um, you know, once it's out there, I mean, like I tell my son, and if you have kids, I'm sure you tell your kids, once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. And it's going to cost a lot more to eliminate, you know, the presence of it and the harm that's been done than if you just took some precautions in advance. Right, right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I did not end up working with that client because there's nothing I can do. And that was the first set that they wanted. And I'm like, dude, why didn't you do this in the first place? I mean, I don't want to work with you. I can't help with you. I don't want to be associated with you, right? But here's what you need to do. Well, I'm not going to help you. There was no way I wanted to take that client on. It was a huge potential client. But I don't want to be associated with it. So that's the other thing. I think you can take on some risque, difficult, controversial clients as long as you know how to keep your brand separate from that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, a, again, here comes my softy part, like, you know, the six boards. But I'm a firm believer that everybody makes a mistake or oh, yeah. does something yeah. that maybe after the fact, like, yeah. I'm sure the guy regrets writing all those books, but, you know, or not, but at some point, at some point, I think that if people are genuine and I think, I think that some people need that help. And if there wasn't people like us out there helping them, then 
I mean, they could really be up a yeah. I mean, creep. there's you know by no measure of imagination are all my clients saints. You know, at one time I was helping a a gun dealer, a church, and a what was it? A CBD strip club. A CBD company. <laughs> and there was a strip club that was on deck, but I didn't sign them up. But it was like the oddest thing. It all happened in one week. It was a gun dealer, a church, and a CBD company. And they're all good. I'm going to pray for Sean after this podcast. I promise, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But they're good people. They're good attentions. And, you know, there's obviously, like, I don't want to be in bed with, you know, the wrong person. I don't want my, my brand associated with that, you know, um, especially because I know things are going to go well, um, you know, but... Um, but you're right. Everybody deserves to that opportunity to go after their dreams, no matter what industry it is. Or regardless of what decisions they've made or not made, of course. I mean, who wants to do business with crappy people? If you're yeah. crappy, don't be in business. Right. That's my advice for you. Yeah. And don't call Sean because he won't want to do business with you. Well, and if, <laughs> if you have a nonprofit um, and you have a, a room for another board member, call Casey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice yeah. to say. So how do people reach us? How do people reach us? Well, you said my <laughs> three through numbers. The stopped. national number. The is. national number. Give them the national number, Casey. The national From number coast to coast. is. <laughs> this is not an endorsement for progressive insurance, but <laughs> the national number is 833 <laughs> Yes. Uh, you can find us online. You can uh, call or text. Or yeah. text. Fancy. Fancy. I like it. Uh, you can find Sean online at cmgsocialmedia.com. And you can find me online at caseyandersonconsulting.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We may need to open up our own separate Facebook page. We might have to. Get more to come. Wow. More to come. You guys work on those lists. We're going to shut Google down yourself. Facebook because we'll have over a million likes. Like over <laughs> I mean, that's our goal. So help us get there. Yeah. Let's do it together. Together. You're in this with us. All right. Cheers. Cool. Thank you for tuning in to the Casey and Sean Show Business After Hours Podcast. Like us on Facebook at the Casey and Sean Show Podcast.